0: Hi and welcome to the podcast Schlagevännerna with me, Emil Löfström. In 1973, Israel took part in the Eurovision Song Contest for the first time. The song was composed by Nurit Hirsch, who five years later wrote the winning song Abani B. The song in 73 were performed by the fantastic singer Ilanit, and the song was called Eisham, which means somewhere. And if you have forgotten it, here it is. Shalom, shalom. We begin in 1973. How did a sham come to you?
1: All the story started in 1972. I was in Germany recording a LP. My producer asked me if I would like to represent Germany in the, not actually in the Eurovision, but the show before the Eurovision where they selected the song. Then I looked at the protocol and I saw Israel's name uh, between other countries. So I said, why should I represent Germany if I I'll go to Israel? And I, I ask the Israeli bo- broadcasting system to send me for Israel, to sing for Israel. And then uh, I went back and I talked to the lady that was in charge of it. And she said, yes, we get every year letters that uh, to send someone to participate. But unfortunately, we have no uh, budget for that. And uh, that's why we didn't send anyone until now. So I said, OK, I will uh, pay everything and you send me. But it was too late in 1971. It was after October. And then they promised me that I would go on in '73. And Nourit Hirsch was a very good friend of mine. She's still a very good friend of mine. And She wrote many of my hit songs, nearly 50 songs that she wrote for me. And together with Eud Manol, he was the lyricist, we tried to find a song that will be suitable for the Eurovision. And then we came up with the song uh, Eisham. We tried not to have many kha and uh, other very hard syllables in the Hebrew uh, language. And then he wrote a beautiful text. And here we are. We had a song. We made a nice video clip in, uh, in Akko, a nice place, antique place uh, with some antique uh, walls, you know. Yeah. And then we send it. <laughs> and uh, I went to the Eurovision. <laughs> We didn't have much money and I had to do some uh, promotion for a company agency, a flight agency to have some more tickets for all the other people. And I didn't have any choir, just me and Nouritish, that she actually uh, conducted the orchestra.
0: Yes, she was the second woman that uh, had conducted an orchestra in Eurovision. Mm -hmm. So this rumor that I have heard is true then that you personally offered to pay for the flight trip for the whole delegation?
1: That's why I went to do some advertising and instead of uh, getting money, I uh, received some uh, tickets for all the delegation. The only thing they could pay the Israeli broadcasting was uh, my ticket. That's all. And yeah. uh, I had find, you know, I found uh, the way to get uh, other tickets from the yeah. agency. That's it. <laughs> when I look back, it's so it was such a different show from what we see uh, today in the Eurovision. You know, uh, there was a big orchestra on stage, and uh, judges uh, were sitting on the on stage. One young one and one uh, older one from each country. And that's the way uh, it was, you know, no connection, no internet connection.
0: And I've heard that you did wear a bulletproof vest under the dress. No, 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 no. It's Although,
1: not true. No, it's not true. Although uh, it was a uh, quite a rough time for us here in Israel. And it was after what happened in uh, Munich. Uh, yeah, the Summer uh, Olympics. Yes, exactly. And uh, actually, I had a kind of a Bedouin dress. You know what is a Bedouin dress? Yes, uh, I know. It was, yes, it's a special material and it was very wide, on, you know, very big on me. And people thought, because of the situation, that I have a bulletproof uh, vest under it. Uh, In the hotel, for example, we were on the same floor with Ireland and there were guards by the elevator and by our doors and nobody could enter this floor. Also, it was the first Eurovision that actually people were checked in the entrance of the hall. Uh, Their bags and, you know, Europe was not prepared for that. In Israel, it was very common, you know, each place you go, they open your bag to see what you have inside. Exactly. Since then, you know, there is a lot of security, I think, in the Eurovision.
0: Yes, it is. And that tragic thing that happened in Munich in the Summer Olympics was that 11 Israelis were killed. And that's what we are talking about.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, In Eurovision, you finished fourth place with Mm -hmm. Aisham. Were you surprised?
1: Well, I didn't know what to expect. Actually, when I arrived uh, And I went to the conference room where all the journalists were for some interviews, and they told me that I have a good chance to win the first place. But, you know, the song was in Hebrew, not in English, and uh, the opening of the song was very dramatic, and it was uh, bad for the whole um, performance. Because I told Nurit uh, here start with the refrain it's better because then the song goes into the ears you know and people can remember that because I was the last one to sing and she said no no I want it like that and then Anne-Marie David came and she started a song with the refrain and
2: she took the first place
0: more from Luxembourg?
2: Oh,
1: a lot. First of all, I remember, of course, what I told you about the security. You know, the hotel was near the hall. Five minutes walk, I think, even less. But we couldn't walk from the hotel to the hall. We had to take the car, and in front of us, there were policemen in motorcycles, and in behind also. And uh, Everywhere I went, I wanted to go for some shopping. I had two guards going after me. And I remember that uh, I was interviewed in the swimming pool of the hotel. The two guards were standing there and uh, watching me. <laughs> but uh, there was it was for me a very good remembrance that I will keep forever. And I met so many nice people and uh, I met uh, Cliff Richard, of course.
2: To all and
1: And of course, in Israel, when I came back, uh, everybody was uh, waiting for me, and You you know, those days we had only one television station, so all the people were at home watching the Eurovision. It was the first time it was shown in Israel, and it it was in black and white, not in coloring. (laughs)
0: I'm I'm from Sweden, and um, in the Swedish selection, ABBA came in third and this was a very big scandal in Sweden that they didn't win. In
1: my time, in my year
0: yes, in 1973, ABBA were uh, singing oh. a song called "Ring Ring" in the Swedish preselection.
1: Ah, now I remember,
2: yes. Yeah. Oh. But you see,
0: afterwards, they won. Exactly. In 1973, Anne-Marie David won with Tu le reconnaîtras. Did you like that song?
1: Yes, I liked it very much. And we are very good friends. And uh, two years ago, I had a concert in Haifa. And I invited Anne-Marie David to be my guest in the concert with the Philharmonic of Haifa. And it was a wonderful show, and she's a lovely, lovely lady.
0: I totally agree. She is very, very warm as a person and a great singer. In 1977, you were back in the contest with the song "Ahava Hishir Lishna'im."
1: Yes, means love is
2: a song for two.
0: And I have to tell you here that my Swedish Finnish Jewish friend Kim have tattooed yes. the words on his leg and he's obsessed with this song. <laughs> and he also have it as a melody when the phone ring. Okay, nice.
1: Yeah, I was several times in Sweden and I love your country. And uh, I was there when I, uh, you know, I started uh, as a duo with um, my manager was singing with me. We were called Ilan and Ilanit. And uh, we were sent to Sweden to represent our Minister of Tourism. And we had some shows there. And I also, one time, we sang for the uh, ceremony, not the formal ceremony, but uh, when they had a the cocktail. And it, uh, we sang for the winners of the Nobel Prize. And I loved your country. I love, still I love your country. And I hope one day I will be able to go again.
0: You are welcome. This song, Ahava Hishir Lishnayim, and uh, yes. were not composed by Nurit Hirsch.
1: Oops. No, no. It, it was composed by Elda Shreem. And he was also the conductor of the orchestra in this year. And again, we didn't have uh, the, the broadcasting. uh Israel didn't have the money. So I had to take the English uh, choir to sing for me. We had to pay them <laughs> to sing in the refrain. They didn't know a word of Hebrew. We had a very short time to teach them. Uh, you know, they, it was quite an awkward uh, Eurovision that year. Uh, yeah. We came to London. It was in Wembley Stadium. And there was a strike in, uh, in the BBC. And nearly, they didn't do the Eurovision. So they were not prepared there were no uh, videos, you know, before the singer went on stage. So you could see the people sitting in the audience, very bored, waiting for the people to to bring the piano on stage or to bring something else, you know, what they needed. Uh, it was quite an awkward uh, Eurovision, not a good one. <laughs> and I came 11.
0: Yes, you did. And a very underrated song, I must say. But... First I wonder, IBA, the Israel Broadcast Authority, Yes. they chose you again to represent them. This was before Kedam and the Israel Song Festival, but how did yes. they choose the song?
1: Well, we gathered in uh, one of the rooms in the in IBA uh, station and they ordered five composers to write songs. And I stood in front of uh, judgment, you know, uh, <laughs> five people from the broadcasting, and uh, I had to sing all five songs, and they choose uh, like that. Uh, by
0: Do you remember what the other four songs were?
1: Yes, of course. One song was called Valentino, and actually they didn't want it because they said Valentino is not Israeli. So we we have to sing something about Israel or about love, but not about a personage that is not Israeli. Then uh, this song, composer gave it to another singer here in Israel, Galia Tari, And then she sang it in the Gdam a year later, but yeah. it was not chosen, uh, this song, unfortunately. But it's a very known song here in Israel and, and a very nice song.
0: Yeah, I really like this song. Did you record it?
1: No, I just sang with the piano in front of the jury that listened to me. And uh, I had another the song that came second. It's called Hinea Laila. Here is uh, the
2: night. <laughs>
1: it, and also I recorded it in uh, in uh, French and in English and uh, in German, but they choose uh, name. love is a song for two. <laughs> and until today, I still so invited sometimes to sing uh, in weddings when you know uh, they go to the altar, yeah. so I sing for them this song.
0: <laughs> there is a rumor this year too that the Israeli conductor, Elder Trem, were armed yes. while conducting. It's the first
1: time that I hear about it.
0: Oh, really, <laughs> because the Swedish conductor, Anders Berilund, had yes. many times in interviews in Sweden, said that the Israeli conductor, elder Trem, were armed while he conducted.
1: No, I didn't know about it. No, we were not in danger. In 1977 everything was OK. Yeah. I never heard about it. We are good friends. I, I must ask him. <laughs>
0: yes, do <Now> that! <laughs> because I know the Swedish conductor, so then I can tell him that uh, the rumour that he had spread is not true.
1: It's like the bulletproof vest. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Marie-Miriam won this year with the epic Yes. Again, you see,
1: always the French uh,
2: are oh, before Lord, me. <laughs> yeah. Comme l'oiseau bleu survolant la terre Nous trouverons ce monde d'amour L'amour
0: favorite this year
1: well i hardly remember the songs because it was such a you know in hebrew we say balagan you know what is balagan it's chaos a chaos because of the what happened there with the bbc and so on so i hardly remember it was not well organized this year vision
0: mhm do you remember anything special more from the week in london
1: I knew London already because I came to record uh, also Sham and also the Avay uh, Shil I did the recordings in, uh, in London and also I performed several times in London. I toured around the world for so many years and until today. So uh, it's nice. It's nice.
0: Seven years later, 1984, Israel withdrew its participation from the contest because of the Memorial Day, Yum HaSikaron. But, yes. But weren't you supposed to sing the song Balalaika this year? Balalaika.
1: Actually, Kobio Oshrad, the composer of Hallelujah, he came to me with a song, Balalaika. And I said, the song is great, but I don't want to go to the Eurovision anymore. I had enough twice. It's okay. If you want to give it to another singer, I'll be very happy for you. But somehow, this song came back to me and I recorded it and it became a big hit here in Israel.
0: But do you think that Balalaika would have competed then for Eurovision but with another artist?
1: He proposed the song to other artists, but nobody yeah. wanted the song. I don't know why, because it's a very nice song and it speaks about, you know, that Iron uh, Gate in Russia opened and all the Jewish people uh, went to Israel, you know. So uh, that's the theme of the song. But every time that I meet uh, Kobe, Oshrat, he says to me, I still think that Balalaika could win the Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, oh, you won here. People like it here. And I sing it in my shows. And the song had a lot of success. So for me, it was OK. I didn't want it anymore. I didn't want to go to Eurovision.
2: anymore." Balalaika. Baal HaLaikot, Odi Shama, Mashiri Zehel Tisaheh, Baal HaLaikot,
0: again to sing for Israel in Eurovision?
1: No, because then, you know, they started to do big shows here and choose uh, young singers. And I said, well, uh, I'm too old to go to the Eurovision. But as a guest, like, like last year, I enjoyed it very much. But this show is for the young people. They enjoy very much the Eurovision. So... Also, people in my age, they enjoy, but, you know, I don't think that uh, all the singers, uh, I don't want to even say old, but... uh,
0: Let's say legends.
1: Legends, okay. I don't think they should go to the Eurovision.
0: No. In Israel... You are the one of the most loved and appreciated artists and have been awarded for this year singer from 1971 to 1977.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: uh, also I have one song uh, that is uh, very popular and uh, it came uh, first in the list of the songs that uh, were more played in the radio. For 20 years, very quiet song. it goes like that la 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 It's a beautiful song, and I'm really surprised that I recorded this song in 1976, and until today. People love this song, and it was chosen, like I said, the best song from the last twenty years.
0: And what is the name of that song?
1: Shir Shel Yom Chulin. It means a song from a normal day. I can send it to you if you want.
0: Lovely.
2: הסופה כמעט אם יש בי אהבה היא תיאמר בשקט אם יש לי שורשים הם מתארחים לאט יום החולין הזה הוא יום שיש בו חסד ובחזדו שורות אליך אני
0: I have traveled to Israel many times, and I've heard your song "Bashana Habaa" on the radio, in taxis, yes. and in in shops, and everywhere. Can you tell me about this fantastic song?
1: It was written by Nori Tirsch and Ehud Manor. And he actually wanted the song to be a quiet song. It's a song that uh, describes his childhood in his town while he was sitting in the, in the, by his house and see the birds and so on. And Nuri decided that this song should be happy and uh, give hope for people because the words say, you will see, you will see what a joy it could be in next year so we always sing it with a a big hope that everything will be okay
0: has made itself known for sending songs and artists who have been loved and a bit controversial. What do you think it's the best song Israel have competed with in the Eurovision?
1: One word. Hallelujah. It's the best song that we ever had in the Eurovision. And I know that it is played all over the world and it's really a song that Makes you feel uh, with a big hope in your heart, really. Yeah. And especially, you know, these days uh, that people are singing from uh, terraces, you know? Yeah. So this is one of the songs that people are singing uh, one to each other from terrace to terrace. (laughs) We won with Dana International, we won with uh, Netta, Barzilai, and uh, if the uh, Eurovision was this year, we had a very good singer that is going, and she will sing next, next year. Eden Alena, Elena, yes. They will yeah, have to write her a new song. Yes. She is a very good singer and very sweet girl, and she has all the future ahead of her.
0: We saw you at the Eurovision stage uh, last year, 2019, in Tel Aviv, at the opening of the final. Yes. And uh, I was there. And what a lovely surprise it was to see you on that stage. Thank
1: you. <laughs> I enjoyed it, really.
0: I, I enjoyed it very much. It was short,
1: but I enjoyed every step that I made on the, on the...
0: Run away. How often do you sing Esham and Ahava Hishir Lishnaim today?
1: Every show that I have, I have to sing these two songs. You know, I've recorded more than 600 songs in my whole career. I'm, I'm singing for 54, 55 years already. Yeah. And I have uh, at least 20 or more songs that everybody knows. And each time that I have a concert, they ask for sham, Ava Eishel Eishayim, Bashan They really love to sing, the, to, to hear the old songs.
0: I'm honored and very glad that you took your time and did talk to me about your songs and your fantastic career. Thank it was, you very much. It was very nice to talk to you.
1: And I hope to meet you one day, if you come next time to Israel. So just give me a call. I'll be
0: happy to talk to you. (laughs) I promise.
1: You are a very, very handsome guy.
0: (laughs) Oh, lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm Israel Chai the Todarabah.
1: Todaraba to you and Shalom to everybody. Heido. Heido. (laughs) Shalom.